Welcome back to Hot Takes. Alongside me is Cody Blazak. I'm David Smith. We're going to start off by recapping last night's game before we dive into this weekend full of great football. Last night, the Panthers faced off with the Texans. You and I both thought the Panthers were going to handle this one pretty easily. They did, in fact. Their defense looked dominant again. Davis Mills in his NFL starting debut played decently, but obviously not well enough to get the job done. The Panthers are the first team to 3-0, and a shocker there. I think that goes to show you that it was the Jets organization and definitely not Sam Darnold. I think I think we're done pointing fingers at Sam Darnold. He's proven that he's been great. Uh, Christian McCaffrey last night went down mid, midway through the second quarter. Hamstring injury. Latest news on him is he's out for a few weeks. That's truly unfortunate for all the McCaffrey fantasy owners, but of course we're wishing the best recovery for him. But DJ Moore last night. Over 100 yards, 100 yards receiving in the first half. Insane performance by him. We haven't seen a lot from Robbie Anderson this year. He's kind of disappeared ever since his insane year last year. Looking at the game itself, the Panthers just dominated that one from start to finish pretty much. Yeah, I didn't have a chance to watch this game, but seeing all the highlights and looking at all the statistics, it looks as if the Panthers brutally just dominated this game and uh, the Panthers had double the yards that Houston had so I mean it's if I if I went into this year and you told me that the Panthers were going to be the first team to three and oh I would have said you're crazy but I mean they look like a I'm impressed with Sam Darnold so far and how this Panthers team is turning out yeah, they've looked really, really good. I mean, Carolina dominated pretty much all aspects of that game. They won time of possession. They held the Texans to only 42 yards rushing, only 193 total yards. I mean, overall, it was just a dominating performance there. This Panthers defense has looked really good. This could be a top-five defense in the NFL this season. They're a very young group. They play really well together, and I didn't think they'd be this good this quick, but they look dominant right now. But... Obviously, that, that game came as no surprise. The Texans are, you know, I, I'm happy they got one win. I don't know if they'll get another one. They look kind of like the Jaguars of last year going 1-0 week one, 0-15 the next 15 weeks. Of course, we've got 16 weeks after the first game this year, but that's very, very, very good news for the Panthers there. They've looked great so far this season. But the road from here for Carolina only gets tougher. I mean, you've you've gotten you played the Jets, the Saints, and the Texans to open up the season. Next three weeks, you've got the Cowboys, Eagles, and Vikings. I I don't know how long the undefeated streak is going to last. I think they might lose to Dallas next week. Yeah, I think um, I don't think this. Uh, the Panthers do look good. I don't think they're going to be a top team in the league. Um, they might be by record, but I don't think they're going to be one of those teams that you look at and they're like, oh, they're a really good team. So I'm not, I'm just, I, I, I'm not sure on this Panthers team yet. They have looked good through three weeks. Um, I think they've got what it takes to finish second in the division. I think they're, I think they've, they've obviously already beaten the Saints this season. Um, obviously that, that division in most people's eyes, is the Buccaneers to lose. and But I think that the Panthers can, can be there. And obviously we saw Chuba Hubbard last night perform really, really well after McCaffrey went down, and that's something that's that's always been one to watch. It was Mike Davis last year when McCaffrey got hurt. 
Now it's Chuba Hubbard, and he's, he looked really good last night. He led the team in rushing by the end of the game. He looks good. I think this Carolina team is set up for success now for the Texans. They're, they're going to try and bounce back next week. They play at Buffalo, then they'll host New England and travel to Indianapolis. I mean, this, this schedule for the Texans does not get any easier. The next game I could see them winning is – and it's a long way from now. I see November 28th they play the New York Jets, and that could be the next game I see them winning. And it's unfortunate. We'll see how long Tyrod Taylor's out there, but that was by far the least entertaining of the primetime games so far this year. Yeah, without a doubt. The past two Thursday night games have been they, – they were really good games that ended up coming down to the wire. And this week it just didn't live up to it. Um, I don't know. I just it, – it is neat to see the Panthers where they are right now, though, because after Cam had his season of just looking like a MVP and winning MVP and – Losing in the Super Bowl, and then they looked awful the year after that. I, it's it's neat to see them with a quarterback like Sam Darnold that was with a really bad organization, and people were starting to scratch their heads, and now he comes to another organization, and he looks as he can be a top NFL quarterback. Yeah, it's a great system for him there. He's, he's looked really, really good to this point in the season. He's Seeing the entire field really well. He's got much better blocking, much better weapons around him. But he looks great. But moving forward, let's start with Saturday's college football before we dive into more NFL on Sunday. 11 a.m. tomorrow, Notre Dame travels to play Wisconsin, number 12 versus number 18. Wisconsin is currently sitting at a touchdown favorite. Now, a lot of people across the nation, usually I'm one of them, is never is not big on this Notre Dame team. I think Notre Dame can win this ball game. I think they've got what it takes to take down Wisconsin. Wisconsin's looked good so far this year. They're one and one. Their one loss came to Penn State, and we obviously we've seen how good Penn State is this season. But I think that Notre Dame sitting at three and zero. They weren't three pretty wins. They were not pretty by any means. I think they can go on the road and eke this one out. Yeah, I think I think they can win this game, but I still. They can win this game, but they're going to go into the playoff. If they get into the playoffs, they're going to get blown out by whoever they play. I mean, this Notre Dame team is a joke when it comes – Notre Dame in general is a joke when it comes to the playoffs or national championships in the past 10 years. So, it really doesn't matter if they win today or not. Or, excuse me, tomorrow. I mean, I, I agree with you. Um, I think that if they – this, their next five weeks is one of the toughest I've seen in all of college football. They've got Wisconsin, Cincinnati traveling to play Virginia Tech, hosting USC and hosting North Carolina. That's not an easy stretch by any means. I think they lose to Cincinnati. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if they lost to Virginia Tech or North Carolina or USC for that matter as well. They could, and if they go five and zero in this stretch, then they've they've earned some respect in my eyes. Yeah, no doubt that they would earn respect, but you just. You get into that playoff choose, uh, selection, and I, I don't know how you can pick a team like Notre Dame where I know you're not supposed to use history when it comes to these things, but Notre Dame just can't get it done when it comes to it, especially against Alabama. So, and I mean, I, we've talked and touched on here and there about 
the playoffs last year, and I still think, even after Florida lost Alabama in the SEC Championship, that Florida was a better team than Notre Dame, and I think it would have been a way more competitive game in last year's playoffs. I agree with you. I do. I don't I don't think Notre Dame deserves a spot in there, but um, it'll be interesting to see how they come out and perform against Wisconsin. I think they'll win this game and lose next week, but that's just that's just the opening game on tomorrow's slate. Tomorrow, also at 11 a.m., you and Tanner touched on this game yesterday. We're going to run through this really quickly. LSU travels to Starkville to play Mississippi State. That's your ESPN game right after college game day. I think Mississippi State can bounce back here after the after we saw what happened last week in Memphis. Um, LSU's a two-and-a-half-point favorite, I think, but I think Mississippi State wins this one by double digits. I think that after we found out yesterday that there's a chance of Derek Stingley Jr. being hurt and possibly not playing, I think there's a lot bigger of a chance for Mississippi State. If I'm not wrong, he didn't play in that game last year either. He did I not. Believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be um, – I'm, I'm interested to see if he ends up being able – to play in this game because that's a big key for that defense. So you better have a you better have a replacement that can live up to his standards if he is not able to participate in this upcoming matchup. Yeah, it'll be very very interesting to see early on tomorrow morning in Starkville. Also at 11 a.m., Texas Tech travels to play Texas. This game has shootout written all over it. Texas is a nine-point favorite. I think Texas wins this game, but I think there's going to be a lot of points scored on both both sides. I think this is a classic Big 12, 49-42 kind of game. I think that this, these two teams will get up and down the field, and this game will be incredibly fun to watch. The Texas running back is one of the best athletes in the nation. Robinson has, has looked really, really good so far this season. Averaging 5.8 yards per carry, that's just incredible. I think that this Texas team, although they're unranked right now, they did get beaten by a very good Arkansas team in my eyes. And we'll get into that Arkansas game here in a second. But I think Texas will make a statement in this Texas Tech game. I think they will they will put up a ton of points. I think they'll allow a good amount too, but I think they put up a ton. Yeah, I think it'll be a good matchup. Those... I, I feel like Texas is one of those teams that over the past couple years, they're always fun to watch because you never really know what's going to happen with them. Like They're supposed to be so good and everything, but you can catch yourself in the fourth quarter going, I I really don't know who's going to win this game. And it's just, it's entertaining as a fan to watch this Texas team for the past couple years now and always be able to wonder they going to pull this out? What's happening? I I think it'll be a good game, and I, I think that's how most Texas games are because you just never know with that team. It's true. I agree with that. And speaking of, I touched on Arkansas there and another Texas team. This is the game of the week right here. Texas A&M traveling to Fayetteville to play Arkansas. That is 2.30 on CBS. Texas A&M currently sits at a 5.5-point favorite. I think Arkansas pulls the upset here. Yeah, I do too. I like this Arkansas team. Um... I'm not super sold on Texas A&M at the moment either. I and I know there's a lot of hype about Arkansas last night uh this year. You know, we did so last year Anthony and I did a college football show and we would get into statistics and stuff and when we 
one of the last episodes, we looked at Arkansas' schedule and um, the record and everything and who they played. If I can pull it up real quick, if I recall correctly, they had about three or four, maybe even more games last year where they only lost by like two or three points. And they were really close games, and they, they're, I think they were a better team when, than what their record showed. So, yeah, they, they got blown out against Georgia. They beat us, or Mississippi State when I say us. They lost to two, by two against Auburn. They lost by nine against Texas A&M. They beat Tennessee. They got blown out by Arkansas. They lost by three to LSU. They lost by two to Arkansas. Uh, excuse me, Missouri. So that was that three or four games that they lost by. Yeah, they just uh, three points essentially at the most. So I think, I don't think we gave Arkansas enough credit last year. I understand a loss is a loss, no matter how big it is. But I think they were a better team than what their record reflected, and I think this year. They figured all those hiccups up from last year, and they put everything together, and now they look like a real good team. I'm I'm very excited to see where this Arkansas team goes. I'm not an Arkansas fan whatsoever, but they're just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, really. and I'm not this Texas A&M team. I'm not sold on whatsoever. They have done nothing at all this year to impress me. Um, I'm I'm really not sure why they're ranked number seven like i like i am sure like i know why but like they haven't they haven't they haven't backed up to prove that they yeah. are the seventh best team i mean they've and, played nobody yeah. kent state which they took care of and new mexico they took care of they only beat colorado by three points though yeah, Jimbo did not know how to train his players for the altitude that they were going to handle in that game, and it was it was unfortunate because I mean, looking at the the clips from that game, it was just all those Texas A&M players were gassed. It was just lack of conditioning, lack of ability to be ready for it. But I think that Arkansas, led by sophomore quarterback KJ Jefferson, who's an incredible dual threat quarterback, he's been so fun to watch this season. I think that the home underdog here takes care of business. Arkansas is not usually on the the SEC game of the week. They're not usually that team. At least they haven't been in the past few years. They're going to take care of business here. I think Arkansas can finish third in the SEC West this year. You say that again? I think Arkansas can finish third in the in the SEC West this year. Yeah. I I, I think I can agree with you on that. Um, I'd put I'd – put, Bama, Ole Miss, Arkansas, A&M. I think Arkansas might finish above Ole Miss. That's going to be when that when that game rolls around. That'll be a lot of fun to watch. It'll be a ton of fun to watch. That will be this great. this Ole Miss team though is awfully fun to watch. Oh, they are. They are. Speaking of other teams, I guess we can go ahead and get to Ole Miss. We can. Uh, they have a bye week this week. Excuse me. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I don't know. Give me a second. <laughs> I'm all over the place right now. <laughs> They do have a bye week this week. And I believe, do they play Alabama next week? They Is do that... play Alabama the next week. Um, That'll be fun Which will to be watch. a fun game. Alabama's got Southern Miss this week. Uh, no need to really touch on that game, I think. Um, 
But a, who has one, Southern Miss? Alabama plays Southern Miss. That's right. Yeah, I don't think. Is. Yeah, but one game that I do want to touch on here: Clemson and NC State. Clemson's a ten-point favorite. It's at NC State. Clemson's done nothing this year to impress me at all, whatsoever. I think NC State can make this game really interesting. Clemson could very well be one and two right now. They definitely could be. They're they very well could be one and two. Um, you know, I've said this before, and I'm not sure how much I really believed myself more than hoped. But now that Clemson is starting to look this way, I'm, I think I'm starting to believe it more. As an Alabama fan, ideally for Alabama, if they could pick up Dabo Sweeney after Saban retires, that would be ideal for Bama fans. Now, now going behind that, the reason people in Alabama and Tuscaloosa hope these things slash thank them, Dabo Sweeney went to, I believe, Pelham High School. He did, in fact. Which, me and David live right in that area, or close to that area. So, I know a lot of people are like, he'd come back, it's home. I believe he went there as well, or played football there. So, I know there's a lot of people have been like, well, when Nick retires, we can get Dabo. And I had said it before, where I thought, maybe we could. And now that Clemson is, I don't want to say they're falling off the bus, but they don't look the way you would expect Clemson to look. Yeah, I think this is a down year. Um, I, I think that, I mean, come next year, DJ's going to have another, uh, this is his first season. Obviously, there's a lot of hype around him, a lot of talent, a lot of Dr. Pepper commercials around him. But he just has not lived up to par. And I think his talent is there. He's just not fit into the system yet. He's just not, they're not there. Scoring 14 points against Georgia Tech is not going to lead you to where you want to go. And if it weren't for a weather delay in that game, I think Georgia Tech could have won that game. That was just, it was unfortunate for Tech fans there. Yeah, I think, speaking of a down year, you know, Bama has had their down years with Saban and everything, but as Bama fans, you kind of expect, you kind of knew the season that you were going to have a down year with. You didn't expect to go undefeated or win a national championship that year. You kind of knew that was coming. I, I feel like the expectations at Clemson were still to win a natty this year. I don't think they were. They're always going to be that. I mean, like, that's. I think that's the issue then, because, I mean, as Bama, you knew when you were going to have an off year. You, there hasn't been an off off year planned for Alabama in 13 years. Well, they've had their – but you knew it was coming when – the year they went 10-2, and two, I think, and lost to Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl, like, you, you knew that was an off year. Yeah. So, I just – I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see where this Clemson team goes because they're not good this year. They are not great. There's not a whole lot more on the college slate. West Virginia plays Oklahoma. That's the ABC game of the night. Um, West Virginia's look good this year. Oklahoma's 17-point favorite. I think Oklahoma wipes the floor with them. And I don't trust this Oklahoma team either. I mean, I don't, I don't either, but I don't uh, like the West Virginia I mean, team. O- Oklahoma hasn't done anything special either this year. 
They almost lost to Tulane in their home opener, and then they almost lost it. They very well could be one and two as well. They could. I mean, I they could. I just think if you if you lined up Oklahoma and Clemson right now, I'm taking Oklahoma by two scores. Oh, I'm putting that game in like quadruple overtime. <laughs> I, I'm so, I, without a doubt. Spencer Rattler is overrated. First off, he is. I agree. I do not. I don't understand the hype about him. Look, he's he's good. He's not worthy of Heisman frontrunner hype, which is what he got preseason. What he's he's not really getting that anymore now. He's his performance. not worthy of a first round draft pick right now, as people well, yeah, think. Yeah, not he right. Is. Not right now. I w- it would shock me if he went to the draft after this season. It I really would. I don't believe he can go to the draft yeah. after this season. I believe he is a sophomore. He is a sophomore. He ha- so we'll see him next year, no matter what. Yeah, but I'm just, I, I don't, I don't, I do not understand the hype about Spencer Rattler. I don't. I, I, Oklahoma probably will end up winning this game. I just don't trust Spencer Rattler in that Oklahoma offense. I can't blame you. But moving on, to real quick. The- speaking of Oklahoma, just because I thought about that, that pick was crazy last week. Oh, the one-handed. Oh one? my that gosh, that was one of the craziest things I've seen in a while. That is the, that's the catch of the year. It's gonna be really tough to beat. No doubt about it. It was made by a, a, a DB too. It was insane. But moving to the NFL, starting off with the noon games, we'll roll through these pretty quickly. Here we've got about eight minutes left. Chargers Chiefs. That'll be fun to watch. Chiefs are a touchdown favorite. I think the Chiefs take care of business in this game. I think the Chargers will drop to one and two. I think this Chargers team is still going to be a playoff team. Uh, this is just kind of an ugly opening to their schedule. But this Chargers team is still really good. I've got Chiefs by more than a touchdown, I think. Uh, Yeah, I have Chiefs winning this game. Um, I want the Chargers to win this game, but I do have the Chiefs winning it. I agree. I, I would love to see the Chargers win this game as well. Moving on, Saints and Patriots. That's going to be a fun game. I kind of wish Anthony were in here to talk talk about it with me. I'm a Patriots fan. You know, he's a big Saints fan. I think New England takes care of business here. Mac Jones looked really, really good so far this season. The Saints looked all out of sorts last week against the Panthers. I think New England takes care of business. They, they're a field goal favorite. I think they win by at least a touchdown as well. I, I think this is – you talked. You and I talked about this. I don't remember when it was. I think it was Monday. But I, I think this is Alvin Kamara's coming out game. I think he's going to have a big, a big day and – I think the Saints will pull this off. Ooh. I do. Okay. I- Moving on, Justin Fields' first start. We talked about this briefly on Wednesday. They're playing the Browns. I think the Browns still win this game, but I think Justin Fields does have a good day. Yeah, I think um, I think Justin Fields will have a good day. I'm still not super sure how he's going to adapt. I think Cleveland should walk out of this game pretty easily. Um. I think Baker Mayfield needs to clean himself up. Yeah. I, he Baker needs to get his game together. I mean, you cannot have a team like this and be a quarterback of your caliber and not win. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this team is is really really good. I think they'll take care of business here. I think they'll end up being probably they could win that division. Um, I don't know if they Who? will. The Browns. Oh, I thought you were talking about no, no, I thought you were talking about Chicago. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think Chicago can win that division. But moving on to another noon kickoff game, the football team against the Bills traveling to Buffalo. Buffalo's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Washington's defense has looked really, really good so far this season. Their offense has still been questionable, to say the least. Heineke's looked good, though. 
I think Washington can pull this game out. Yeah, I think they could too. I th- I'm going to pick Buffalo. I really would like – Josh Allen needs to get his game together because I'm tired of him having bad points for fantasy first off. First off, because he has my quarterback, and I'm really tired of having like 15 points with my quarterback. Second off, he needs to get looking like him, like his self from last year, in order to get this team momentum and build it up. Because I, this Washington football team has nothing to lose. Absolutely not. So uh, this is Buffalo's game to lose. Absolutely, I agree. Moving on to the the late afternoon kickoffs, the Miami Dolphins traveling to Las Vegas to play the Raiders, the two and O Raiders. I think the Raiders moved to 3-0 and here. I don't even know who's starting for Miami at quarterback. I believe it's Jacoby Brissett starting so, at quarterback. Yeah. Um, Which Jacoby's looked decent he, over the years in has, New England and Indianapolis. Yeah. But I I don't – I think you could put two, a fully healthy two out there. I'm still taking Las Vegas to win this game. Yeah, I think it's hard to take – I think it's – yeah. I think it's too hard not to take Vegas in this. Yeah, Vegas has looked really, really good so far this season. Derek Carr, dark horse MVP candidate. He's looked great. Moving on, Seattle traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Seattle is currently a two-point favorite. I think Seattle will take care of business in this game pretty pretty easily. Yeah, they should they should take care of this. S- surprisingly enough, though, the line is only minus two. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just – the Vikings have looked – they've been able to put up points this year. That offense is clicking. Dalvin Cook is questionable for that game on Sunday. I think he'll end up playing, though. We'll see. But – I, uh, the Vikings don't look like an zero and two team. They no. really don't. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. And moving on to the game of the week in that late afternoon window, Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Matt Stafford and the Rams are going to pull it out. We we've been disagreeing on this all week long. Literally all week, when we like we've talked about this game every day for the past week. It's it's been hard not to. This game has got everything written. This is a this is a potential NFC Championship game right here. This I is, think. Yeah. So I do this thing where I look at the spread and then I look at what ESPN predicts it. I don't understand how this thing works. But all right, first off, the spread is only minus one. Tampa's minus one. But when you pull up this little matchup predictor that predicts who's going to win. The Rams are predicted at 55.4%. I, I do not understand how that index works. Yeah, I've never been a fan of trusting the the FPI, the Football Power Index. I, it's not. Yeah. Never been a fan of it, but I think Tampa Bay takes care of business here. I think I think I, th- I think I really don't care who wins. I just want a really good game. And I think it will be a really good game. I think it'll be a ton of fun to watch. Um, but nonetheless, I think the Buccaneers – Go out there and they, they they handle Antonio Brown is not playing on Sunday. That'll open up things for guys like Scotty Miller. We haven't seen a whole lot of this season, but we know he's still there. And it really doesn't matter who Tom Brady's throwing the ball to; they're going to look good. Yeah, I think uh, I think on paper Tampa probably is the better team, but I'm I'm all about this Rams team this year. I'm all about Matt Stafford, and I want to see the Rams go undefeated for Matt Stafford. I know that probably won't happen. That's more of a want than a prediction, but we'll see how it goes. Moving on to the Sunday night game. We'll touch on the Monday night game on Monday. That's Philly and Dallas playing Monday night. Sunday night, we've got Green Bay traveling to San Francisco to play the 49ers. San Francisco's a field goal favorite here. I've got Green Bay winning this game outright. Yeah, I have Green Bay winning this game as well. Um, 
I think after this past week, we saw how how Green Bay is supposed to play, and I think they're uh, going to start clicking and get this game on the road. And it should be. I I don't think Green Bay should have too many issues with this 49er team. Yeah, if I'm San Francisco here, I'm going to be pulling out all the stops. Um, they've obviously Raheem Mostert is out for the year. Um, their running back by committee has looked decent to this point. Debo Samuels looked really good. Jimmy Garoppolo has played really well, especially with Trey Lance sitting right there in a the shadow. They've played well. Um, that Niners defense has looked really good, but the Packers, after their performance last week, even though it was against Detroit, it, it's hard to stop them in my eyes. I think Aaron Rodgers is looking to bounce back, could go back-to-back MVPs. But we'll dive into that MVP conversation a little bit more later on. That'll do it for our episode of Hot Takes on this Friday evening for Cody Blazak. I'm David Smith. We'll be back with you on Monday evening.